You're listening to Little Famous White Roof Radio with guest number 580 for Monday, January 18th, 2016. Tonight, brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and now Motoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's on Motoring.com. go. Hey everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio. We had to hurry up and get started. Todd's on a roll tonight. He is on fire. Watch out. You've been warned. Anyway, joining us this <laughs> evening as always, my good friend Todd Pearson from MotoringStripes.com. Todd, say hi. I'm here. Hello. Uh, Chad, the good reverend from Detroit Tune. DetroitTune.com is with us as well. Chad, say hi. Hello everyone out there in Radio Land. What, did you just put on like your giant fro wig or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's nice. And Alex is here too. Alex, say hey. Hey guys, good to see you. And uh, we're talking about Mini Coopers for you on a Monday night like we like to do. And Alex, we, so. where are you tonight? Which coast are you on? Uh, I am back from my never-ending trips to San Francisco. So you're back in Boston, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, just for this weekend, and I'm back again to San Francisco the, on the 25th. You know, it's going to start snowing in Boston, and you're going to get, you know, that nine feet of snow again this year. Yeah, yeah I know. it's going to be freezing in San Francisco, so it's just like one or the other. It is the middle of January, and we have yet to have even one inch of snow here in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, uh, we just had our first, like, inch of snow last week and it all melted today because it rained although did you see did anybody who follows uh, our man gabe from motoring file on uh instagram he found all the snow he found all the snow between driving home from detroit yeah. to chicago they yeah. were in like a massive blizzard <laughs> yeah. oh yeah they've got nailed chicago's getting hit hardcore with snow right now yeah gabe's instagram i think it's linked up over at white roof radio if it's not i'll make sure to put it in the show notes if you guys want to follow yeah, yeah. but anyway there's our weather portion for yeah. Well, you know, in here in Arizona, I'm really getting, I'm really over. It. I know you guys are gonna call me a giant sissy and everything, but we haven't had a day over 65 degrees since I think November. Isn't that why you live there? Yeah, it is. Except that <laughs> when I say over 65 degrees, I should mostly I should also include that we haven't had a day over 60 degrees. Most of our days have been barely at 55, and it's just been cold because it's really dry. You've got and your heat on too, don't you, you giant? Dude, I've been running my heat in my car. You are a house. giant pussy. Oh, I am a Every giant. day you've got a hoodie on, don't you? No. Uh, well, yeah. In flip-flops and, and sandals. And a scarf, usually a scarf. No, I've had to wear pants. What the f? <laughs> and we're going to be in in Vegas next week, and uh, highs uh, parka. The highs there are going to be in the high fifties, right? And it's going to be windy though, probably. Yeah, I get that cold desert wind, which is is pretty cold. If it's fifty seven degrees, oh, it's, we just had we had cold. that at Christmas, in fact, because I was out at my folks, and Vegas had it too. Uh, 50, 60 mile an hour winds. But that's and common was, this time I, for this time of year in Vegas. Dude, that's pretty it was, normal. It was freezing. Anyway, yeah, we don't need to talk about weather anymore. Right. You know, what we can't talk about. We can talk about Mini Cooper stuff. That'll be rad. We can talk about some technology and how it's going to affect you if you use um, a Mini slash BMW financial services. We can answer Alex's car question. We can let Todd rant about the new owner's line, the new um, uh, configurator. Does the owner's line still exist anymore? I no, I, I think they took it away finally. Let's I wonder if it does still exist. That'd be funny. Okay. You, you talk amongst yourselves. Let's see. OL.MiniUSA.com. I think it still works. Oh yeah, look at that. If you're so, if you're one looking for the black background, that's where it is. We've got all that plus more <laughs> here. I was gonna say, why would they get rid of it? Really? It's oh, just there. the good old days. That's oh. how you get to your That's how you get to your. Uh, that's how you get to your financial services. It is. <laughs> I think they're turning off flash on that file or something. I don't know. Anyway, before we get to any of that, let's uh, 
remind you guys about all the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof our friends over at outmotoring outmotoring.com uh you know the cold weather is here you guys are the snow's coming eventually i would imagine right and the rain chad's getting rain in detroit go over to outmotoring.com they have all the stuff that you need to kind of winterize your mini those really cool rubber floor mats that everybody seems to like except for me boom got them uh wiper blades got them Anything else that you can think of to protect your Mini from the elements during the winter, you can get over at OutMotoring.com. All the things. Uh, like those. Don't, I don't understand. Why do you guys like the rubber floor mats? Just because they're easy to clean? Because uh, they catch the water and stuff? Yep. Well, and in the wintertime, <clears throat> you yeah, have in the wintertime, they're great. sand and salt, and uh, yep. it's, easier, around. it's easier to take them out and just hose them off at the, at the car wash than have to get out the vacuum cleaner. I've yeah. had the same one since uh, my uh, R56. It's still in my BMW. Yeah. Oh, nice. Those things are like super uh, sturdy. They last. See? See, there you go. Um, so you can get all of that plus a whole lot more over at outmotoring.com. You can probably find some cold weather mini gear too if you poke around in the stuff for, you know, all the lifestyle products. They've got all that. They've got car care stuff too. Like if you need to put a quick coat of wax on your car to help protect from all the winter stuff, the, the snow and the salt or, and the sand. You can get that over there. Uh, OEM, like parts, like actual parts for your Mini to fix your car, you can get over at OutMotoring.com. And uh, performance upgrades, interior bits, all the things over at OutMotoring.com. Don't forget, if you sign up for the email newsletter, this is really important. If you sign up, you'll save 5% on your order because every month you will get your own discount code, 5% discount code. Always. So basically, if you don't have the email newsletter from Outmotoring, you're paying 5% more than you should from Outmotoring.com. And don't ping me asking me for the, this month's code because I'm not going to give it to you because you know why? You got to sign up, get the email newsletter. Come on now. Go do it over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and rubber floor mats. That's Outmotoring.com. My show. There it is. Boom. This is a motivated boom. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still I'm lost in the uh, various blackness of uh, the okay, mini owner's lounge, owner's lounge. <laughs> i didn't know it still exists message center let's see you remembered back. your old login and you logged in looked at all your old messages i did and there's nothing there you know what the owner's lounge used todd to be? has not posted since 2004 <laughs> owner's lounge back in the day used to be a really good place for free image hosting so you used to be able to used to be able to upload images like pictures right. of your car right. to the owner's lounge and you could share them anywhere so I used to do it all the time. That's how I used to post images to like DB Mini, my blog, <laughs> or message boards or whatever. It used to be really cool back in the day. This is back in the early 2000s, by the way. Oh, yeah. That was like 2003, 2004, right. maybe 2005. And then it just kind of went downhill. And nobody cared. Wow. Anyway, this stuff is um, Let's start off with the quick ones really quick. Speaking of the Owner's Lounge, uh, coming up here really soon. All Mini and BMW financial services websites won't work with anything unless you're using the latest, greatest version of a browser. That means you'll need Internet Explorer version 11, Safari version 9. Or above. Or above. Um, and whatever the latest version of Chrome is. Yeah, I don't... Uh, and the latest version of Firefox, if any of you guys are still using Firefox. Right, I don't right. think anybody is. <clears throat> it's, it's security features. And it was funny because I happened to be logging into my uh, Mini. I don't have a car loan anymore but i have uh, a mini credit card mm -hmm. so i was logging in look at my points and it gave me the warning because i have an old laptop that i'm still using safari 8 and it goes hey you're using a browser that's no longer compatible it's going to cease to work as of february and all this information i'm like well hey that's pretty cool yeah so. and just on the off chance any of you guys out there are still using uh, older versions of windows uh, besides the fact that windows xp is no longer supported as of about a year ago microsoft's dropping support for 
um, Internet Explorer versions 7, 8, 9, and 10, yeah. along with um, Windows version 8.0, if you haven't upgraded to 8.1 yet. And I also believe that Windows Vista is going away. So if you are on Windows and you're not running version 10, or at least version 8.1 or still on version 7, you better get on it and get that Because taken. you're going to get hacked. You will get hacked. Yeah, there's no more no more patches coming for Internet Explorer. Right. And all it has to be is installed on your on your computer. So if you're on an XP and you only have IE eight or not or nine, your computer can still get hacked even if you use Chrome. Yeah, but who's still using Internet Explorer? Oh, Ever? dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't either. But you know, because there's... I actually, and to be honest, IE eleven is not bad. It really isn't. I haven't tried the Edge thing yet because I. It's weird, but IE 11 isn't bad. Yeah, what is the Edge thing? Uh, it's the new browser in Windows 10. Okay. I just haven't got a chance to play around with it. I've got Windows 10 here. I just haven't used it. Uh, so anyway, that's our tech tip of the day. Moving on, let's go ahead and do some um, news. We want to start with easy news. Oh. Mini convertible? Uh, sure. The convertible, Mini convertible uh, was announced this week. Uh, you guys should have already seen the pictures over at Motorfile. Um, we talked about this already. I, I think we're all um, big fans of the convertible. I think it looks good in the F56 body style. And right? the people I've talked to who have seen it, I think the most intriguing thing is the uh, that Union Jack um, roof, you know, the canvas roof that comes up. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And people who've seen it in person think it looks actually pretty cool. Right. So that's kind of cool. Um, the interesting thing here about the convertible launching last week and pricing was that they launched the JCW version of it at the you know, same, same time. time. Yeah, they announced it at the same time. Yeah, that's really odd. They've, they've never done that before. Yeah, they've never done that before. In fact, uh, and then just a little teaser for, for maybe next week, the JCW Clubman is coming. Uh, we'll talk about that next on next week's show because they have not announced it yet until, well, now. But right. uh, anyway, the convertible... They announced that the uh, JCW version, and there's even a full set of pictures, you know, press pictures that are up of the JCW version of the convertible. So if you've got 36 grand, what was it? While we're waiting for Todd to pull it up, uh, something else you guys can do is go over to Bimmerfile and check out all the pretty photos from the Detroit Auto Show. Gabe was there, uh, and everything went over to Bimmerfile basically because it was all the BMW show. Mini wasn't even at the auto show this year. So I don't know if you guys follow the show, like and uh, you know follow like the announcement of the show. But uh, amongst all the cars that maybe you've seen online, like which one, like you know, hold your attention more than any other? Is I haven't been able to pay attention, and everything, anything that I see, it's at a passing glance, and it's just boring. So nothing. 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 Chad, it's an uh, new Chevy Malibu, maybe. <laughs> but I mean, that's a twenty thousand dollar drive around town everyday car, Toyota Camry. Interesting. Chad, anything? Have you seen anything from Detroit? At, um, no, I haven't really been on the feeds. I haven't been watching. I didn't get to go. I didn't go to any of the parties the other night. It's been a busy week, so I just... Uh, it's kind of been off my radar, really. Um, I'll have to get into that next week. With so many people kind of not really being there, I was like, do I even need to go? I'm not really looking for a car. So, right. I mean, I, I saw some pictures of the GT, uh, you know, uh, for GT, yeah, huh? that's pretty. Yeah, that's that, pretty that badass. Pretty, those look pretty cool. I mean, the the guy who designed it the first time was cool. Cam Camilo Pardo. You know, the second design is really cool. 
hey, if you can afford it, you know, it's it's the way to go. But uh, you know, it's expensive. So it's, it's for, kind I still, of in that supercar I st- land. I still love that Jeremy Clarkson got one way back in the day on uh, yeah <laughs> on Top Gear, and it was full of all the technology and an alarm system and all of this. And he, but he had the car for like two weeks and then he finally just said, that's it. I'm done with it because the alarm kept going off in his driveway for no reason and they couldn't turn it off and all of the technology didn't work and he hated it. But this was yeah. what, five, six years he ago. He was also a little bit big for that car too. I mean, it's almost it's, too big for that car. Yeah, Gotta be a, a guy like Chad size for, the, for, that, for that GT car. But anyways, oh, yeah, of, I'd rock that car in a heartbeat. But oh, look yeah. hot in that car too. Oh, switch to something else. Like, there's one thing that I really like from Detroit was the uh, Acura Precision concept. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Too. Search it online; it's a really nice car. And it's, and Detroit is where a lot of concepts are are yeah. you know kicked out. And the one that I saw uh, flopping around more than just about anything was the Volkswagen bus, the electric bus. Oh, I saw that. That looked kind of cool. Of the VW bus, but hey, it's all concepts. And this is it's kind of like CES when car companies go. Except for Mini, who, who wasn't there this year. Pretty much all of the concepts that Mini has ever taken to Detroit, uh, with the exception of the Beachcomber, have pretty much been almost production versions of it. The Paceman was, the Clubman, the Clubman was. was there. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Um, you know what Mini was busy doing while Detroit's happening? Launching the new Mini OSA configurator. They were, and on that configurator, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack because I found the pricing for the uh, the convertible. The Cooper convertible starts at 26. The S starts at 29.6, and the um uh, and the JCW starts at 65 two. <laughs> 35.6, and it's usually it's usually right at six thousand dollars for the JCW, and it's the same here. It's That's it's nice. a six thousand dollar premium for thirty five thousand six hundred dollars for a. Uh, uh, no option JCW. I say no option. It's going to come with a lot of stuff to begin with, but they you want to start really quick. Packages. Let's knock out the little ones first. Uh, Dakar, Mini still holding on to fourth and eighth place, yep. and that was as of uh, two days ago. So I haven't gotten up to date on that otherwise, but we're still, Mini's still doing pretty good at Dakar, cool, which Mini. is pretty awesome. And uh, according I'll to. I'll tell you, with, with the Dakar stuff, if, uh, if you're a member of the Toronto Mini's uh, Facebook page, uh, Evan, uh, yeah, he's been uh, updating everybody daily, so it's been kind of nice watching that <laughs> in my Facebook feed. Oh, that's kind of dope. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Um, A little shout out to the Canadians. Yeah. Go Canada. A. A. <laughs> C A N A D A. Anyway, um, and then um, moving on. Also, Mini breaks all-time sales records in 2015 uh, by hook or by crook. I think they're reselling cars four times and counting it. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. They did very well worldwide. I mean, this is a, a global sales number that has stood for more than 20 years. Um, and it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, they sold uh, 338,466 cars in 2015. And roughly what? 56,000 of those. Came to the United States. We're in the U.S. So, what did you say the total number was, DB? Three hundred thirty-eight thousand four hundred sixty-six. Yep. So it's the U.S. roughly thirty-six thousand more than the year before. Of the global sales, the U.S. accounts for about seventeen percent. Thousand more, more than a hundred thousand than they sold in twenty ten. Only seventeen percent of global sales are in the U.S. Go Rain Man. And it's the number one market. Yeah, but they have a lot of markets, dude. Well, it's sold in what eighty-five. You know, ninety yeah. countries, yeah, including China. But it's not, it's not; it's it's the biggest market for the for Mini. But it's not a market of growth. I mean, China is the market of growth for Mini. Yeah, I think that is correct. That is correct. But uh, you still have to remember where you're selling the most cars and spend some money there. It's like, yes, there is 
more potential growth in other countries. But, you know, you're selling the most in country A, B, or C. You've got to spend some money there, too. It's so hard to be a global company, I think, anymore in the world of digital and everything that's going on. I mean, think about the number of, of car companies there are in Europe that we don't even have here, like Peugeot and, you know, yeah, Skoda. Really, and do, we want, do we want Peugeot here? No. no. You don't. Do you want yes, we, yes, we do. Citron. Because then I could sell don't. parts for Peugeots. <laughs> we don't want Peugeots. We want Citrons. <clears throat> yeah, but speaking of, speaking of China, I think it's uh, even though it's uh, it's an area of growth. Like I, I'm, I'm still curious to, to know what's going to happen next year, given what you know the their economy is tanking. Here. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not. They're not doing great right now, and we feel it. Like I mean, we feel the uh, the 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 slowdown here. You know, right? If you anybody on this podcast has been watching the markets, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yep. Yep. So back yeah, to what it's DB... A, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back to what DB mentioned here a little bit ago, and then we kind of moved on a little bit, but we want to go back and circle back that the MiniUSA.com is all new, updated with the new look and feel of Mini. That's right. It's the new hipster, MiniUSA.com. <laughs> um, no, it is. It's it's brick walls and, you know, wood and craft this and craft that. Has anybody so, compared it to... Let's say restorationhardware.com. Yeah, I think this, I don't know, I think it's nice. <laughs> I don't look at other websites and I don't compare it, but I think it's a good looking website. It's good. Um, we have a couple of Kavits with the new Mini USA website. Yeah. A couple of minor issues, I think we could say. Yeah, I, I love in, in our In our, you know, in our independent testing. Are you talking like fonts? They're going to, no caveats. I, actually, he, I like the font choices. Of, <laughs> I, like the, you? Are you I hate like photo framing. No, I think the photos are all fabulous, Chad. In fact, if you look, they're all very high quality. So and it could they're, they're be not the functionality of the I actual website. I believe we have some slight issues with the, uh, some content within the site I itself. Love, and you know, by the time uh, we've tweeted about this, by the time you see it, yeah, by the time this goes online, if you go to the uh, section on design, which about why many under under many design are uh, the good men in charge of design, Anders Warming is his <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Minnie. Uh, we have to bust your balls over this. It's listed as Anders Warmer yeah. on the Anders website. Warmer. It's uh, it's right there. You, if you scroll down a little bit, there's a little video here. And it says, Designing the New Mini Clubman. It says, Anders Warmer, Head Mini Design, which is bad grammar. Yeah, it's not even, yeah, it's not perfectly. It's got the, the inspiration and collaboration that goes into designing a new Mini. Feels like someone the only thing just that would make that worse is if somehow somebody managed to make that whole sentence uh, show up in Comic Sans. What's that, Alex? Well, by the time they actually hear this on the show, though, it'll be fixed. Mm, hopefully. Probably. We'd well, hope so. What were you going to say, Alex? No, I was going to say it feels like someone just wrote it down instead of copying and pasting from one of the releases of whomever at Mini is in charge of, writing this, of actually writing this. It sounds like to me that somebody didn't actually QA this page. Yeah, which yeah. is entirely possible, and well, that's just bad form. Honestly, this is something you you'd expect this kind of QA from like a small, independent, local company that's working with a small, independent, local design firm. This isn't something you would expect from an outlet of a global brand. But we say menu, say menu, and say like we we gotta you know I'm sure there is you know Patrick is listening to the show. Justin, Justin, if you're listening to the show, you're the product manager. This is your product. You gotta <laughs> the guy fix it. Well, yeah. so yeah, there's there's that. The other thing that I found annoying because the first time I saw this, right after it launched, I I got you know uh, notified that hey the the new MiniUSA.com. I wasn't near uh, a desktop, okay, so all I had was my iPhone. Ah, yeah, my, my trusty iPhone. So I fire it up, 
and I start poking <laughs> around, and it looks really good because it is now mobile friendly. The previous site was not as mobile friendly as it, it is now. It was kind of mobile friendly. Yeah, it was kind of mobile friendly. So it's it's uh, quite mobile friendly now, with the exception of the configurator, and right. which the, is still to to be fair is still mobile friendly. It's yeah, but you can't configure Except, you can't configure a complete mini on your iPhone. And it gives you a warning. It pops up and it says, hey, the most popular options are not available. You have to go to either a tablet or a desktop. Which it works great on an iPad, by I the way. I get that. But Alex, what are your thoughts on this? Because me, I'm like, what? A 75% of web traffic is on people's iPhones now? And but, I'm not exaggerating this. No, you're not. But really, who's going to... I mean, obviously some people are. But if you're that interested in Mini, wouldn't you just find a bigger screen or go to your dealer? To here's, the, here's the problem, DB. In the real world... What's that, Alex? You should be able to do it. It doesn't matter. Like well, you're 100% right. correct. Yeah, Here's yeah. the thing is is you are out on a nice Saturday or Sunday afternoon. It's a beautiful spring day, and you're with your, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your, you know, mother-in-law, mother whatever, and you're looking at cars, and you're at the Volkswagen dealer, and you're really liking the new GTI, and you're like, well, let's see. Like, how does this compare to a new Mini Cooper or Mini Cooper S? Hmm. And you fire up the configurator, and you're like, I want to build a car that's as you know, close as I can. And you're like, oh, I can't do it on my phone. And so I think in the real world... Now, I'm sure there's reasons for this. We have not you know, asked, and we've not been told. And it's also, it's also as we speak, the, con the new configurator is less than a week old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty brand new. But it is not iPhone-friendly, and it is not Android-friendly. Chad's confirmed this on his Android device. You it's can't, not that it's not friendly. It's just that it's lacking in you all can't the build, options that you can... You can't build a full car on a telephone. It's useless. <laughs> okay, let's just face it. It's useless Can for I say that car. again really quick? You cannot build a car on a telephone. Yeah. What? At least not a Mini. That like, doesn't strike anybody else as being completely odd. No, well, I, no I I'm saying tell. I'm saying you're in this situation that I'm just describing. You're at the Volkswagen dealership and you're about to buy a GTI and you're like, well, you know, wait a minute, I don't want to drive down to the mini dealer, so let me fire up my phone. And yeah, uh, people only look at price in the end, but right. Well, not only that, but just to say, hey, how does it compare? Let me look how and much, see what the I options. Wanna, are. I want to add some more options, which you, you can't. Do. You can't do it. You can't do it. You're going to have to either go somewhere and get an iPad. Yep. Um, or you're going to have so to go to the dealer. Yeah, not, yeah. Uh, some kind of tablet or go to a real computer or go to the dealer. I will tell you that having a really good mobile site is very important uh, because at least one of every five, if not two of every five of my orders are from a phone. And you know what? Just so you guys know, I'm at Chevrolet.com right now and I'm building a new Malibu. Yeah. And I have pretty much all the options here available to me. On your iPhone? On my iPhone. Yeah, yeah. And that's to build a, a car that has a base price that's uh, like $18,000. And I haven't checked this, but I'm I'm wondering if uh, I don't know if you guys know True Car, right? And on True Car, you can actually choose the options of uh of, of the car you want to compare, you know, for which you right. find the price. Um, and I'm fairly, you know, I would like to try this, like if we can actually build a car on True Car, because I know on the website, on the desktop website, you can actually select down to the option to have the exact same pricing of the car you're looking for. Uh, so if you can do it on a, if you can configure Mini on a website that is not Mini USA, it's you know it's a little bit embarrassing. 
<laughs> and all of this from a phone I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, there's glitches. And I'm, that, the new MiniUSA.com is pretty nice. It looks it it's, looks good. It's, it's really nice, yeah. It looks good. I heard, like, the complaints that I've read over on Facebook and Twitter about it are people were saying, oh, I really liked the black design. I thought it was new and original and different. I was going to say that. that. You know, that's the, that's the thing, is it was new and original and different 13 years. <laughs> 2002. <laughs> yeah, 2002, <laughs> 14 years ago when it came out. But the problem is, and this is one of the reasons why Mini has changed their their marketing, is because everybody copied Mini, and everything was using that black and the borders and the you know the color splashes, and it just yep. became like, oh well, now everybody's doing that, so we've got to do something. You know, we still got to stand out in the world of of commerce, and right. that's why they're going through this whole rebranding experience, is because the old is really old. It got old and stale. And it's time for the brand to grow up a little bit, and this is it. You're looking at it at the new mini USA.com. So, uh, before we we switch, we continue talking about the website. You want to share this this uh, stat, you know, because we're talking about configurator and everything. You want to share this stat Speaking about of, that's, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. This is something that uh, that I found out when we were at the uh, at the Clubman launch in Georgia a few weeks ago, and that is that in the year 2015, a full two thirds, 66 percent of minis in the United States that were sold were completely unique. Everyone was different. That, that doesn't mean people. That doesn't mean people. That sixty-six percent of the buyers configure their mini. Yeah. That, well, no, sixty percent, sixty-six percent of the cars sold total in the U.S. were different. Yeah. Right. Okay. They were well, all. That's really different. good, though. It is really good, and it's something that that says something about the company because I don't think any other company has that. You know, mm -hmm. like you see one Mustang driving down the road. Five minutes later, you're going to see one that looks exactly the same. Uh, except for that weird lime green color. You don't see that very often. On well, the well, I mean, that, that goes with any car, though. But uh, I, as a car owner, I will always spec my car out, no matter what brand it is, no matter... Because I've bought a couple of cars that are non-minis throughout the years. They're all gone because I got bored with them. Well, but I spec every single one of them out. And just use this as an example. And I've been shopping for cars for the last six months or so. And looking at things, and even something as nice as say a Land Rover, you're only given maybe two or three, maybe four, if you're lucky, options for wheels. So you've got a choice of color and wheels, which are two of the things that stand out on a car, okay, that, that people recognize. But many, you've got not only the wheels, you've got the body color, you've got a contrasting roof color, you've got stripes, no stripes. Uh, there's so much about this car that makes it unique and that people individualize you know about it and it, the company is still about that and i think that was a point they made at the launch of the clubman you know that was very important is even though this this company's growing up and things are changing a bit it still is one of the most customizable cars out there and you can make it yours and still have fun with it so that's not going away right exactly so but just anyway. don't try to do it on your phone <laughs> just don't try and do it on your iPhone, which it sucks. But I, like I said, I know there's reasons behind it. Like somebody or some focus group said, oh, nobody's going to configure this on their phone. It's too small. We can't do this, yada, yada, yada. But as DB proved, you can do it on an iPad. So You can do it on an iPad. Yeah, if you have an iPad, you get to choose Probably the option. You can do it on an iPad mini too. I don't yeah. have an iPad mini to test with. but Yeah, I, no, I did. I tested it on an iPad mini, and it worked fine. So yeah, on a tablet. On size iPad. Obviously, it works on a computer, on a desktop computer. Well, just, um, the alert that I sent you guys also is it says, sorry, the most popular options are not available on your mobile device, but you'll have to move to either a tablet or a desktop system. See, I didn't get that error message when I went into the configurator on my phone. 
Um, it's very quick. I took that screenshot and I sent it to you guys. Uh, yeah. so. I think it's kind of funny that it also looks like a, kind of like a Google Plus Hangout, like all the little <laughs> balls with various <laughs> options that are in there, and you're like, is yeah. what am I, I choosing? Is this white? Turn the signals. Is this not? Figurators a little confusing. Those all those boxes and stuff. And it's so the, complicated. It's what. Remember back in the day in two thousand two, two thousand three, we had three things to choose. You had three options, right? Yes. Well, you pick the color. Sport pack, and, premium and pack, and cold your weather. Color, your color, your roof and mirror. Well, color. if you wanted to buy packages, that's then, it. You only had oh, those three it. choices. You only got the three packages. Package that's one, it. two, three. Nothing well, was a la carte. A la carte. Other things. Well, too. very few <laughs> things were a la carte back in two thousand two and three. Yeah. You so, got like yeah. you got the sport package, the premium pack, and cold weather. That was it. And then they added yeah, later. You could JCW. order yeah, HK now. separate. You could order yeah. multifunction steering wheel separate because okay. I ordered my car. No multifunction. Really late 2002, early 2003, because I picked it up in May, and yeah. I had specced my car out without sunroof. Yeah. But with multifunction and stuff. It, so you could take a package and still kind of break right. it down. But yes, there were only three packages, quote unquote. Right. But you could order out of those packages too. So, yeah. you guys are so funny. It's, uh, but at you know, that point, it was still very <laughs> intuitive. You What's know? that, Alex? You're praising. You're praising the fact that you know there's so many options to choose from. I mean, there are some the 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 number of possibilities you can configure your car, and then you're saying, yeah, but now there are so many options to choose from. It's just so many <laughs> compared well, to 2002. <laughs> and I think that's the thing is we've said it's become so much more complicated. It's very hard to build your car, even online, sitting at a desktop with a 23 inch you know display yep. or 27 inch display it's but, yeah. it's still hard it's like going out to dinner at cheesecake factory it takes you like an hour and a half to figure out what you want to eat because there's a hundred page menu. It's a well, big cheesecake. Like, Duh. Building a mini is like going to the cheesecake factory. There's our show title. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, go check out the new miniusa.com. It's it's very pretty. It's uh nice and white. Gone are the all black, the white on black. The font has changed. And you, let's move on. You're not going to see Start that anymore. Talking so. about the new Mini USA website. And yeah, you're going to see the heritage things because that's part of what it is. So you're going to see some throwbacks, like you'll you'll see some things pop up with the old logo on it. But that's because you can't go forward without knowing where you came from. Yeah, there you go. There it is. Um, uh, moving on, we talked about this last week um, about the BMW uh, maintenance stuff that was dropping off the maintenance plans. Well, as it turns out, Mini USA is doing the same thing. Yeah, we kind of like we we recorded our show and then two days later this broke. Right. So uh, we're a little late to the party on this, but basically, starting in 2017, um, they're still going to offer three-year, thirty-six thousand mile maintenance, but. The four things that are being removed from the maintenance are brakes are no longer covered under three year thirty six. Uh, belts are no longer covered on three year thirty six. That's shocking to me as well. Uh, wiper blades. Well, it's a it's a consumable. Okay? Yeah, I know. It's going to wear or out. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's uh, it's a tough one. Uh, wiper blades are no longer free and replaceable for three years thirty six thousand miles. Right. And then the final op, the final fourth thing on there is clutches and manual transmission cars. Are no right. longer covered under maintenance. Yeah. So when you buy a new Mini, you need to start saving the day you buy your car for your first <laughs> brake job, and or well, your first clutch job because you could still enough. your clutch could still be covered under warranty, but there's a 50/50 chance they're going to take it all apart and look at it and say, right. yeah, this broke because something that we did wrong, or they're going to say, no, this is just wear and tear, and yeah. that's going to be either $2,500 repair or a zero dollar repair. 
Well, uh, breaks are pretty cut and clean. I mean, either you're too hard on them, right. or you're not. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. But clutches can be a little uh, bit of a gray area, though. Chad, really quick, a brake job at the dealer costs twelve hundred dollars for all four wheels now. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's a not it's not in somewhere it, else other than a dealer. Alex, Anybody charges said? a lot for a brake job. My guy charges almost eight hundred dollars for a brake job. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, we're almost eight hundred dollars for a full front Trip. rear front flush, rear. the whole nine yards. That's right. new rotors, new pads, everything. I mean, but the cost of the good quality parts. I mean, because I could throw thirteen dollar rotors on your car, and no, then you'd be like a year later, you'd be like, these things really kind of suck. I'm like, well, you wanted the four hundred dollar brake job then, yeah. you know? So for the win. Yeah, no. I, it's it's better to to spend a little more money on the upfront, but uh, you know clutches. It's kind of weird scenario with these cars because the Gen two cars, the clutch wasn't as good as it should have been. Right. So yes, it shouldn't have been warrantable because it is a clutch. But at the same time, it's like the clutch wasn't good enough, so it needs to be warrantied. Yeah, but it's there's a, a lot of people that think they can drive manual and they actually don't know how to drive manual. Well, yeah, that's that's at least 25% of people yeah, have no idea how to drive a stick. So I'm trying to put you to play the devil's advocate, right? Like if you're, uh, if I'm, you know, if I'm being in the seat, no pun intended, of the dealer here, like it's very difficult for me as a dealer to assess whether or not someone can drive properly or not, or if the clutch is actually not of good quality, and that's which is why I need to change it. Well, and you right. realize a couple of bad starts, or if you have a bad habit of, say, uh, starting off in second gear, you're going to blow out the clutch before 36,000 miles. It's yep. it's going to happen because those are habits that you just can't have. Oh, on the topic of uh, starting the car, like there's one thing I find like kind of a little bit of annoying here in the U.S. that you have to press the clutch to start your car. Right. Like, I don't understand why. Safety feature. Uh, you can in think case it's Audi, in gear. Walk, yeah, make sure it's Audi. not in gear. You can thank Audi for that. Why? Because they are the first. Because Audi Quattro's used to um, take off when you started the car in gear, Oof. and drive through garage doors and hit people and kill right. small animals and children. This was back yeah. in the 80s. It would turn the engine. There was enough power to uh, enough, you know, to turn the it would engine. It would move the car. Yeah, it would move the car if it was in gear. So you can thank Audi for that. Well, it's another reason. I mean, <laughs> I love you, America, but it's it's another reason why you should be driving manual. Like we never had this in Europe. <laughs> yeah, don't be stupid, is he saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a there's a lot of things that you could look at when you, no, when you here's, pull a clutch out of somebody's car and be like, look, we will cover this if these criteria are met. Right. And you could pull a clutch out of a car and be like, well, you've got 10,000 hot spots on this thing. And it looks like it's totally went through the, you know, the oven. Um, no, we can't cover this because this is driving style. Or you get it out and be like, it looks perfectly brand new, but it's broken half. Well, right. yes, we'll cover this. Right. There has to be a, and unfortunately, a legally written this is our this is what we'll cover and this is you know and then there's going to always be that little tiny gray area where they'd be like okay we're just going to cover it because we feel that this is right or this is wrong or you know clutches are, are a real hard thing because even i've had customers come back and it's like well this clutch blew out in three thousand miles it's like it wasn't the fault of our install like yeah. you know this clutch we've installed it in a million cars 
this is hey, the way Jeff, to go, you know? This is something we were talking about pre-show, and I'm thinking maybe this might have something to do with uh, maybe these things coming off of the free maintenance program is the actual increase in parts, increase of price of parts. Like you yeah, sent us yeah, all, yeah. you posted in our Slack channel, uh, the, the increase of the, the fuel injector or the fuel pump. Yeah. High for yeah. fuel pump went up from like 350 bucks to $1,200. Yeah. Right. And then uh, um, freight motor for an R56 has gone from roughly five grand to almost seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a cost of, parts that are going up huge because either suppliers are are upping their price or um they're reevaluating on how they want to do things or you know various things like uh you know high pressure fuel pumps that are under warranty they're replacing hundreds of those that doesn't make any sense because supply and demand is always if there's higher demand the price should go down you yes know, but, but if they BMW can't have that few of supply every single one of those high Sure, fuel pumps. Yeah, then they have to make the cost higher. Yeah, that does make sense to sell it back to the person to make their money back. Well, and here's and that the, could be the same way with clutches too. So, and like I said, also before show, another thing that you will experience as a customer. I'm talking to you, the listener, white refrigerator listener. The Fine, uh, good looking white refrigerator listener. Absolutely. Uh, previously, in the R generation cars, for example, the R56 from 2007 until 2014. Uh, your uh, cabin filter, the air filter for the AC unit, was uh, replaced every second oil change. Yeah. Okay, and it and, cost like forty bucks for that filter. Yeah, it's around forty dollars for the F generation cars starting in two thousand fourteen and above. That cost has gone from forty dollars to a hundred and forty four dollars. I'm guessing the parts roughly the same. It's roughly the same size and shape, Todd. I'm thinking it is. I have, I have not roughly. I mean, maybe it's a little bit bigger. And it like if normally you'd think it maybe cost an extra fifty, maybe like an extra ten dollars. It can't be that different, but it's ridiculous. I mean, the the fact that when when service guys are looking at this, going, "Holy cow! I can't believe it!" <laughs> it you know more than maybe tripled. It with, maybe it's made of unicorn feathers. I think yeah, you're gonna have to make a special appointment, like uh, you know, for the Apple Watch edition. <laughs> no, what's gonna happen is when you're out of maintenance, you're gonna have to live. With that funky, musty smell in your car, because dog smell, because you're or not you going to spend 144 dollars. No, or you're going to wonder why your oil change just cost you 225 dollars. Right. Well, just briefly doing a quick search, it looks like there's two filters in the car. Yeah. And they are about half the size, but a little bit longer. So you're actually buying two of the almost the exact uh -huh. same filters. So yeah, you you would think maybe eighty bucks because I have to buy two to of those filters, you. but not four times. Sure. But not four times. So, <laughs> um, based on what I'm quickly finding, it is there's actually two filters in there. Yeah. So anyway, everything's getting more expensive. Blah blah blah. But the car's getting more premium. So yeah, which is important when you're buying high pressure fuel pumps and you know cabin air filters. So so yeah. Not unless not unless those you, car those cabin air filters, when I plug those things in, man, it, my inside of my car should smell like I just bathed in John Varvados cologne. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the inside of my, I mean, it should smell like a super high end. It should be like all lime and that, that citrusy smell, you know, the John Varvados smell. That's what the inside of my car should smell like. And glitter should come out of all of the um, uh, airport. Maybe, maybe, you know, but if I'm spending that kind of money on, a, on, on you know, cabin filters, it better I smell be able like to one choose of those. What scent That's right. Out. That's right. Oh, Mr. Burnside, would you like John Varvitas? Would you like this other one? Would you like it to smell raspberry? Like oh, 
I want you know you want it to smell like uh, a burnt rubber and you know or whatever wood pure. Uh, that's what I want to smell. Wow. It's now fixed. And it went black. <laughs> Time to move on, guys. Before we continue, we actually have some some more stuff to talk about. Alex has uh, got car car issues, and when I say car issues, trying to figure out what his next car is actually going to be. He's really really torn about this. He's having some serious issues about this. Before we get to that, though, I want to remind you guys about CravenSpeed.com, one of the other fine sponsors here on the White Roof. Help keeping us going. We love these guys. All the really super duper custom computer crafted carbon fiber unobtainium made stuff for your Mini Cooper. Uh, the stubby antenna, of course, you've got one of those. The dipstick so you can read your oil and it doesn't break when you replace it. Performance springs, uh, intake for the F56, the Koala intake manifold spacer, and of course our favorite, the squeezy thing, the, uh, you know, the... Um, oh, flex pod? Flex pod adapter, good <laughs> grief. <laughs> <sighs> that works really nice. Um, all this stuff and so much more available over at CravenSpeed, CravenSpeed.com. Go over there, don't forget to sign up for the email newsletter. Very cool of you to do. And also very cool with CravenSpeed. You can go to Craven Speed, and that's right. And you order some stuff, and you know when you place your order, you say, "Hey, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that." So do they. But you can also order Craven Speed stuff from Chad over to Troytune, DetroitTune.com. That's dope. We like that. You can order Craven Speed stuff from Out Motoring. You can order Craven Speed stuff from Waylon, from uh, the guys over Helix. You can order Craven Speed stuff from anywhere. Just order Craven Speed Al stuff. Motoring? Yeah, Out Motoring sells Craven Speed stuff. You didn't know that. You should poke around at motoring.com. They're in competition. Yeah. You can check them out. Um, <laughs> just saying. Um, but yeah, you can buy Craven directly from cravenspeed.com. Awesome. Or you can buy it from your local guy. You can buy it from any anybody just as long as you're buying Craven Speed stuff. That's all that really matters. And it's all high quality stuff. It's all super great. Really great support too. Um, if you're going to install it yourself, there's all the instructions over at Craven Speed, like a full Wikipedia with videos and pictures on how to install this particular part you just bought for your car, even including the short shift kit which uh, will eventually be in my car as well because it's awesome anyway that's our friends over at craven speed cravenspeed.com home of the electric mini pow what what wow don't wow I said me pow oh pow i like boom i'm still a fan of boom boom <laughs> see boom just works <clears throat> alex, alex's boom works better boom goes to dynamite because <laughs> alex drags that goes boom and he sounds french boom yeah like that i think we lost alex anyway he left. Alex? He got tired of our antics. Okay, I was on mute. Boom. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, Alex? Yes. Oh, Alex, you, you, your microphone are, changed, you, buddy. Something happened to your sound, first of all. My sound is good. Oh, yeah. there you're back. Now you're back. So, Just a uh, FYI for all the F56 owners out there that are trying to find cabin filters before they go to $140 from your dealer. Um, the i3 also has the exact same cabin filter. Oh. And you can normally find them online from somewhere between $65 on clearance already oh. to uh, $85. Oh, so, there you go. The filter or the price of the A3? Uh, <laughs> just talking about the filter. Because <laughs> yeah. nobody wants an A3. <laughs> oh, geez. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm, hang on. I'm putting that in the show notes. So that's a good tip. So if you need, a, if you want to save a couple ducats on your uh, cabin filter, go to the BMW dealer. Yeah. <laughs> that's like makes no sense. It's, it's insane. That's you know, insane. there's there's been a number of things since there's, it's a shared platform anymore. <clears throat> like, for example, the R56 had a uh, an insert in the armrest for an iPhone. 
mm-hmm. and it was the same exact part uh, that went in some BMWs, and the BMW version of it was like forty dollars cheaper. So I remember yeah. when when uh, we had that's a, like the that's the same as the automatic transmission on the Clubman. Right, where it's like an extra what two hundred fifty three hundred bucks, yep, and yep. it's not an extra two hundred fifty three hundred bucks on the BMW. Yeah, Weird. no clue. Anyway, but, yeah. let's talk about Alex's car situation. Yeah, so um, you know, as people who've been who've been following the, uh, you know, listen to us, uh, my lease is expiring in, in exactly two months uh, on Sunday. And Alex, what is your current vehicle for those people who don't actually know? So my current vehicle is a one uh, 135i, BMW 135i from 2013. It's Alpine white, and it's, oh, it's so pretty. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful nice. car. It's, it's dark gray. <laughs> Gabe is the one dark with the Alpine. Gabe has the Alpine white M1. That's right. That's right. Again, Alex's car is still pretty, too, and I don't like gray cars. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, you know what? I actually love this car. I didn't think I would, you know, I... Just to uh, to give you guys a little bit of background, like I bought it by you know by default, mm-hmm. and didn't think I would like this car so much. I'm actually kind of sad to uh, let it go. I really so, really like this car. It's before really nice. we continue, Alex, is one of the options actually continuing with this car? Yeah, I know, but it's uh, you know I mean the lease is a waste of money. So I, sure. I like to own something and run it into the ground, like you know for seven to ten years and really run it into the ground. Gotcha. So that was like a one-time situation. Okay. Um, and so and so, you know, I've been driving a lot of cars since you know for the past, I would say, six months. And um, I have a top, uh, I have a top four. Which, uh, by the way, when I when I when I every time I need to rent a car, which I do pretty often these days when I uh, fly to San Francisco, um, I always try to get a Mini. So I told you guys last two weeks ago, I drove a, a Countryman Cooper. Cooper, Cooper Countryman, right? With an automatic transmission. It's an automatic transmission. Oh my God! That I is mean, just like the worst possible scenario for you i think yeah, yeah yeah and to to for this to be drivable you have to put in like in sport but even in sport it's like all itchy and, and everything so it's, it's, really like, it's, it's all itchy no it's not itchy. it's uh twitchy sorry twitchy, so, yeah. that's what i meant uh, i just thought it was i just thought it was underpowered yeah it's underpowered but like when when the like the the, the sport mode is just out of completely out of white like you that's because that transmission is horrible the automatic oh, transmission the before automatic was, transmission was in awful the- in a car that size that weighs that much it's underpowered and the, uh, combine that with a terrible automatic in transmission. a car that size the automatic transmission is awful in the Cooper too I drove an R56 Cooper from San Diego to Denver and uh, driving over up into uh, Winter Park honestly God I thought I was gonna have to get out and push. It, it ran out of gear, so I just couldn't. I almost got a call tow truck. It was really bad. Go ahead, Alex. I'm sorry. No worries. And uh, and the other car, the car that I drove this week was a R55 convertible or R54. It is because I think they changed. No, oh. the the previous convertible. You said. Yeah, previous convertible. That would have been the R57. R57, yeah. So R57, and it feels like I was driving with windows open. <laughs> and even though like everything was closed, but it's there's so much noise in this car. Like I don't know how anyone would own like a convertible. Honestly, it's, I would find it so annoying. Like, it's you just you have to turn you have to get the HK audio and yes. always have the radio on really really freaking loud. Yeah, yeah. It's annoying. No, either and Alex and either with a convertible, either you're in or you're out. There is no well, it's kind of okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and like and that's how it is with the Roadster. I mean, you drive the Roadster and it's like, oh my god, this is amazing. Or it's like, mm, yeah, <laughs> I don't fancy it. And so, um, and so the, the the I have a top four, but the top four is driven by again, no pun intended, is driven by the fact that I may move or not to San Francisco by the end of March. Um, and so, if I stay in Boston, I'll buy a car. If I move to San Francisco, because the rent is a you know a leg and an arm, 
Like yep. I will not be buying a car. Anyways, uh, in the best, I don't know, best case scenario, in the scenario where I would buy a car, um, the M2 is obviously really, really nice. Right. Um, then I have the Golf R, the Golf GTI, and the JCW, the F56 JCW comes, you know, dead last on my top four. Top four list, okay. But it's on the list. It's on the list, yeah. And so the question I had for you guys is, so just... I know, I know it's keeping it off the list, too. Yeah, Okay, yeah. so let's 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 talk about it right after. So the M2 because you know it's like it's I mean it's a it's a really nice car. Yeah. Uh, the Golf and the Golf GTI because I find like the the Mark Seven Golf like really nice. I think it's a really really nice car. But um, Golf R it's very difficult to get and you won't get a discount on it. Same as the M2, it's very difficult to get and you will not get a discount. The GTI is less difficult to get, but when you when you've been dealing with the easiness of ordering a car through BMW or Mini for so many years. And you you deal you have to deal with with Volkswagen. It's a it's kind of a nightmare. Like it's not easy to get exactly what you want. And uh, and the dealers are you know not the Volkswagen dealers are not very transparent in the in regards to the ordering process. So I'm not sure if it's on their part or if it's if it's because uh, VW of America doesn't communicate really clearly. And the the JCW is last because uh, no I get, I don't know it's just it's just you know I want to change a little bit and so here comes a question to you guys like have you ever seriously really seriously considered like buying something that wasn't a mini that wouldn't be I, a mini? I've actually been giving that some thought lately just because my commute is just, it's going from worse to worser if if that's even possible <laughs> and um, and to be honest it makes me not like my car at all. I'll, I'll tell you right now, the R56 Cooper is not a good commuter car with a manual transmission. With the manual transmission, I think. It's, hor it's really hard. I mean, it's a good right. car to drive around town. It's a good car to run errands. It's a good car for even stop and go city driving. But to be stuck in traffic, that transmission and that clutch combination is horrendous. The uh, R50 was so much better. Why in what way was better? Like how can you? Just it, it was. It was just. It was smoother. It was. Uh, it was more composed in traffic. It wasn't really jerky. This car. It does not understand that we need to be in first gear and coast at ten miles an hour. It oh. does, but it shakes you back and forth, and and you have to put clutch in and stop. Yeah, it's not comfortable. Yeah, it's horrible. It really is. It's truly, truly not a good experience. So for your situation, I, I do understand that. And yeah. uh, so I mean, I've been thinking, you know, maybe I'll look at getting something cheap used that's cheaper than what I paid for this mini, and with an automatic transmission, just for driving back and forth to work. I, I have I have the solution for DB a a used Suzuki nope. XC90. Nope. Just look nope. that up, look that nope. up, and get back to me. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. I'm thinking more like a, a Ford. Uh, uh, Ford Focus or something is what I'm thinking. So, in, in answer to your question, Alex, to Did me... you say Suzuki XC90? XC, yeah, look it up. Just look like, it up. Uh, no, I'm sorry, XZ. Like uh, like XZ. Oh. See if, see if you can it's find same. it. It's the same car. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Do you see it? Oh, I'm not getting one of those. I'm not a gay hairdresser. <laughs> no. I mean, that is, that is the ugliest car ever built, I think, Neg in my opinion. That is ne it. Negative. Because that car, well, because it's always it's almost the same name. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I have an issue though with my next car that I'm gonna that I'm gonna build, and I'm sure this is gonna come up with Alex as well. The next car that I buy, like the next new car that I buy, has to have Apple Apple Play in it. Period. And yes. I think on on Apple Alex's list, then the GT Play, and that's why I think the F56 JCW and Alex is coming in last place. I, yeah, you're absolutely right. The GTI is the only thing on Alex's list that has is CarPlay compatible. Yeah, GTI and the R, yeah, the, yeah, the Golf R. The, the, the thing about the, the, the thing about the Golf GTI, so. 
since 2014 they are built in Mexico and so they have had a lot of a lot of electric you know and, and build uh, issues problems. yeah build issues but the Golf R is built in Germany and so when you when you go through the firearms although you have to you know whatever people say on the firearms you have to take it with a huge grain of salt um, it's like you have almost like no issues for the R and it's been almost out as as long as the GTI maybe there's only one year difference between the two but the GTI, you, I read like electric problems over and over again. And this is really like I've had the BMW that I'm driving right now, zero issue, not a rattle, not a squeak, like nothing. It's not, obviously it's not the same, it's not the same quality overall. It's not the same price range, obviously. But like you're, you're a little bit like spoiled when you're driving a car like this and God knows like how bad the roads, the roads in Boston are. This car is not like, I mean, it's as solid as in the first day I picked it up. It's uh, it's really impressive. Hmm. Yeah, I I I think uh, DB hit it hit it on the head when he was like, you know, the next car needs to have CarPlay and yeah. Apple or just Android, was, Android the Android Auto CarPlay one. I, my next car needs to have that. Yeah, one of those. But see, right now you're kind of limited on on cars that people like us would probably buy or own. Because right. if you go look at the list currently of cars and upcoming cars in the next year. That are gonna be offered with the uh, CarPlay. It's it's not that. Gr- I mean, other than the Volkswagen, a handful of Volkswagens, everything else is like an old guy car. Which, yeah, like the Chevy Malibu, which keeps coming up late all day today, because uh, I think it's a good looking car and it comes with Apple Cal- CarPlay. I, I just we keep criticizing BMW and Mini for not having CarPlay, but even Toyota doesn't have CarPlay yet. Yeah, well, no, they do. Toyota never will because they're gonna stick with their own proprietary thing. That's horrible. But I'm seeing, you know, Audi. I'd maybe drive an Audi if I don't know, maybe not. Volvo. I'd drive a Volvo. Yeah, maybe, I would drive a Mazda. Maybe a Mazda three. That'd be a great commuter car. Yeah, yeah. all of those could be. You know? Although Mazda's, I think, one of the most like their entire line right now is uh, hideously designed. Like the design of that car is horrible. Yeah. They're in a dark ages, like the late nineties of design. In the dark ages, poor Mazda. Oh. Uh, Talking yeah. about Peugeot and Citroën. Citroën and Citroën is actually the only French brand on there that has CarPlay. Yeah. How come we can't get Seats here? I drive a Seat. Mm. Seat, excuse me. Maybe even a Honda, except I don't like the way the new Hondas look. My bad. Peugeot is also a partner. Yeah, they're both on here. So, in, yeah, in answer to Alice's question is, is yes, I've considered cars other than Minis. Um, I really like the new Clubman, and I think it fits fits the bill here's the problem i've been running into lately and you can go do it yourself go build a new cooper s clubman and put the things on it that you like and i mean all the technology and everything from head-up display to navigation and all that and my clubman is coming in at like forty four thousand dollars right (laughs) i told you okay and for 44 grand i start scratching my head going wait 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 a minute i can go buy a brand new no discount this is full retail Land Rover Evoque for Which that price. Which you don't price. like anyway, so why do you keep bringing up the Land Rover Evoque? I'm just using it as an example. It kind of looks good. No, I like it. I like it. I drove it. I do like that car. See, and I think it's a more premium car than the Clubman. There's no question in my mind that that car is more premium than the Clubman. Take uh, everything off the table as far as what you've heard about maintenance and everything else. I'm saying dollar for dollar, brand new car. You know, it's got warranty. Both of them have warranty. Uh yeah. Uh, my bang for the buck is something like an X1 or you know and just for just for reference a 5 series base price is 50,200 
Yeah, it makes you five. It's only six. It's only six grand more for a six grand more for a five series. You're going from a Clubman. You can go to a five series for an extra six grand. It's really nice inside. I mean, it's really really nice. And how long has the Clubman been in dealers? Like our dealers had it for more than a month now. A little more than a month. And I believe my local dealer. No, my dealer only has one. So just the showroom model. They don't have any for sale yet. Oh, okay. So our dealers had a few. We've sold one of the cars that's in, but I was chatting with them, you know, the other day and they said they were really shocked at the lack of interest in the Clubman. Oh, that's oh. It's, I think it's because it's big and I, I think it's because that not everybody knows about it yet. Wagon. I think maybe it's the curse of the wagon. I think maybe it's the curse of a wagon too. And it's going to be like a, a, a sadly, instead of the flagship, it's going to be relegated to a, a niche, pro, a niche, pro, like the pacement. I can't use the word. Yeah, it's gonna end up being like the pacement. You think it or the previous clubman? Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, the previous clubman sold pretty well. No, it it it, no. Did. it sold better than the coupe and the roadster and the pacement. It did. It did. Oh. It did. But the the the, the, the previous clubman was not a flagship car. This one is supposed to be a flagship car. Right, yeah. but they also there hasn't been a huge marketing push on it yet. Maybe that's what Super Bowl will be. Super Bowl commercial, possibly. Crossing our fingers here. Crossing you know, our fingers. They're they're gonna see. There's gonna be people say, "Oh, I can get this mini." And this, oh, this mini's big. I can actually carry my but whole family here's and the, dog. Here's the crazy thing to think about: is the Cooper Clubman starts at the low end at what twenty four thousand dollars, just over twenty four grand. Right. Right at twenty four grand, but the one you want is twenty is almost double that is. $44,000. By the time Todd Pearson configures it. Uh, by the time anybody... <laughs> With John Varvado's uh, cabin air filter. Exactly. And, <laughs> no. Exactly. And, and you don't have to... In a, a floor mats. I think, uh, and according to many, I think their projections are that the average clubman out the door is going to be between 36 and 38 grand. Okay. okay. Now there is a dead spot there, a dead zone, because at thirty six to thirty eight thousand dollars, there's very little else on the market you can get that kind of competes with that. I get that. You know what though? You can get. You'll be able to get for that kind of money. No. The, the Chevy Bolt. Whatever, yeah. dude. The the Chevy i three. Yeah, the Chevy i three. Yeah, the i three ripoff. Yeah, I like that, Alex. Yeah. What What about the Chad? So have you ever thought about buying something that wasn't a Mini? Oh yeah, yeah. I've thought about. Uh, uh, Subarus, um, quite often. Problem yeah. is, the Subarus are just also ugly. Um, There's not a not good look. Necessarily ugly, but when you get in the yeah, car, they are horrible. They're <laughs> actually like, there's no interior to the car at all. It so, is like just bland. Everything is just black plastic. It's done, but it's fast. It's, yeah, but it's fast, right? Exactly, and that's you know, I I look for fast things. So. You know, fast cars, I, I've fast looked women, at quite a few other things. I mean, uh, obviously Todd and the in the Evoke. I mean, I I like the way that car looks. I've never driven yeah. one. I've never gotten in one. It's decent. But, it's not great. It's not fast. Yeah, I mean, it it kind of reminds me of a really high end Ford Edge or something like that. Um, but yes, I've looked at a lot of other things overall over time, and I've kind of tried to debate about what I want to get into next out of the Mini to kind of you know branch into because. I'm going to buy that car to get into that. And I've, you know, I've looked at the new Clubman because I think it's a, a really good looking car. I like some of the platform things. But again, do I want to spend $45,000 on a really awesome car? I, I, I you know, I'm not not on that page yet. Um, I, I still like that 26 to 32 price range. 
you know. Yeah. Chad, you, you better head Even down. To the I've sh- got a little more money to spend now. <laughs> you better head to the Chevy dealer with TV. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna get a Chevy Volt. You know, <laughs> no, you got, got that Malibu, man. That Malibu's a good-looking car. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I it, no, it's not never. the Malibu. What is it? The uh, was it the Malibu? Yeah, the Malibu uh, coupe. Yeah, right? that the orange one, one? That they put on the commercial and debadget, and people say, "Oh, what is this, a Lexus?" No, that, <laughs> it's a it's a decent looking car. And uh, what's the orange one that I sent around here last week? The Bolt, B O L T. No, 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 the, the other B-O-L-T. one. No, the Bolt was no, the one. The that new took um, shit. The spark. New, um, oh, the Chevy Spark. No, 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 it wasn't. Was it the new Chevy Spark? The hell? No, it was the 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 Cruise. The Cruise. The Cruise hatchback. Cruise. Yeah, the Cruise hatchback is actually going to be a competitor to things like the Focus ST and the Mini Cooper and, you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, the Cruise hatch, which actually the Chevy Cruise but, is horrendous to look at, but the the hatchback the looks good. is a good-looking car. Yep, yep. It's, it's very Ford. Fo- it looks kind of Focus-ish, but better. Mark our words. GM is making a huge comeback with things like the Bolt and the Cruise hatchback. Um, yeah, but I have full faith that they will fail. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Dude, they like, will bring no out question. awesome product and then it will be really crappy and then everything will fail on it and then they'll go under. No but, question. But they're going to fall off or something. They only announced the Volt with the V as in Victor. They only announced the Volt, what, four years? And they kept saying, oh, it's coming out next year. It's coming out next year. It's coming out next year. Then it came out and then they all caught on fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, so, know, you know what car we can't cut it, we can't leave out either is that Elio. That's supposed to actually start making production middle of the year. They're supposed to actually start building them. Is that that twelve dollar car that's, that you can that buy on Facebook? Car with three wheels and you're going to service it at Pep Boys. And you it's can got buy the, It's got the Suzuki engine in it. And they're the only Metro motor. <laughs> they're only going to sell it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I see that thing like every other day. People are like, "Oh, I love this car. I'm going to get one of these." And I'm I like, wonder yeah, how many. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people in the Mini Cooper audience that have dropped down the five or thousand dollars as a deposit it, to hold one, kind of like you know their own little personal Kickstarter. Sorry, guys, it's vaporware. I don't know if it's uh, do if that's a car that they can actually build and bring to market. I would be very excited about that car. So one last question for Todd. So because the uh, the Clement is fairly the same size as the GTI, like why the GTI is not on your list? Um, I don't know because here I'm crossing my fingers next week when I go to Vegas that the GTI is at my my rental uh, uh, car company. Oh, that'd again. be dope. Because I would I'd like to drive that again. Um, it was. I, defi- I will say that some Volkswagens are on my radar, but. Probably older Volkswagens, not newer Volkswagens. Yeah, Chad wants an old Beetle. I am nervous no, no, at, no. at the uh, at the build quality of Volkswagen. I am nervous for Volkswagen as a car company in general. I yeah. mean, I, I uh, in the United States anyway. Seeing news stories like how you know they're going to get sued for you know customer actions of forty eight billion dollars, yeah. I, I think it's going to be very hard for the company to recover from that. Um, but I also think that governments are going to go soft on them because the yeah. the death of Volkswagen is the yeah, death for factories in the U.S. Oh, I mean, they they will get bailouts somehow, some way because well, look here's at the what thing: is it, GM. It's a it, it's it's a theory of like it would kill the German economy. That would hurt, you know, mm-hmm. the U.S. economy. That would hurt the global economy. It's it's really oh, yeah, bad. Totally. So uh, there's yeah, going to be also again going on there is no is not good for any country I think I mean, well, no it's not and you also realize what they're doing with with people who who own the diesels with Volkswagen is they're they're saying hey you can get a five hundred dollar buyout right now you know they're going to offer people like five hundred bucks like a cash card or credit you know here's a thousand dollars towards a new Volkswagen or something like that 
or you could potentially wait five to seven years for this thing to go to trial for a class action lawsuit to be settled and maybe get 50 bucks. Yeah. So they're hedging their bets. It's gonna, they're going to save some money here, and they're going to get a lot of people taking a buyout. Um, well, to bring this totally full circle back to the beginning of the show is this is a global economy. This mm-hmm. is a global market. Not yeah. only many, but every single brand, whether it's GM, Ford, whoever, it is fully but, a global market. So yeah, And that's exactly right. But in the near term, I'm still a little concerned about Volkswagen, Alex, as I think you should be too, economically speaking. Now... Is that going to mean anything of buying a car and it's you'll be able to get it serviced for the next two, three years? Sure, absolutely. But then the question is, like, um, is that car going to be worth anything, uh, you know, in three years? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 why I, um, you know, between the R and the GTI, like I... You're you better guys, off with the Type R, the Golf Type R, I think. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys know that I like negotiating for my car, and I negotiate them like down to the bones. And you're uh, not going to get much of a deal on a Golf R. You're going to get zero, nothing, and so that's why I need to make peace with. Like, if I get with an, R, if I go with an R, like I'm going to have to buy it the way you know the price it is because that's it. It's funny because when I was in uh, San Francisco this week, I stopped by. Uh, I was on my way back home, uh, and I stopped by. Um, the Volkswagen there because there was a Golf R in the showroom, right? Right. And so, um, and so, and the guy, and, and so you could not test drive it, and it, they sold it at ten thousand dollar markup. Wow. And I, yeah, and I and I, and I started talking with the we know with the salesman. Like I wanted to hear his speech, basically, which was a bunch of lies, by the way. Right. If if for no for someone that is not knowledgeable about you know like cars in general and this car in particular, like you would so much bull crap like was being you know was being came out of his mouth like uh, by the second right. it was really impressive <laughs> uh, but ten thousand dollar markup even in san francisco like you have to be really really stupid to buy this car at fifty thousand dollars just I mean, yeah. fifty thousand dollars you have an m you have almost an m2 i mean it's i know a- come to kansas city alex come to flyover land i have people <laughs> Interesting. And you know I have people. You always I, have people. That's I, that's that's that's, that's true. Yes. You you know I have people. I proved that. <laughs> plus, I, plus I like Kansas City, so that's all good. There you go. Well, you'll buy your next car in Kansas City, and I'll get you a deal, and then you can drive so, it to either San Francisco or Boston. So I, have a question for, I have a question for the White Roof Radio listening audience. Let's uh, get this started. Either at the White Roof Radio page or in the comments here at the on the show notes. Is um, uh, what about you? Would you what would be your next car? Is you, if you buy another car, is it going to be a Mini? Are you looking to have Apple Pay, Apple Play, or Android Auto Play in your next car? Let us know. Or if or that's not important car. to you, what is important to you? Because I've heard the rumblings over at uh, a lot of the Mini Facebook groups that are going on is people are like, oh, I'm hanging on to my hardtop, I'm hanging on to my coupe, I'm hanging on to whatever. Fill in your blank for your older Mini because right. a I don't like the design of the new Mini. Uh, you know, B, it's not as fun to drive, which I can see and I agree with. Um, I, I de- agree with that between the R50 and the R56. Design is subjective, of course, so you can't say that one way or another. That's just an opinion. Um, but all of these things where people are like, you know what? I think I'm done with Mini after whatever. I'm going to keep this car and drive it forever. What You know, like my R53 or my, you know, uh, my Coupe or my Countryman or whatever. And... Uh, I think maybe the writing's on the wall, and that's part of what you know. Mini's going through the whole rebranding is they're going after a whole new customer base. Yeah, exactly. On that note. On that note. On that bombshell. On that bombshell. 
Yes. Let's uh, let's go ahead and worry about being done. I want to remind you guys, Chad actually posted this up, a link to this. If you need uh, an expansion tank cap, Chad's got a new one over to try tune for like 23 bucks. Honestly, this is like really kick-ass too, right, Chad? And we lost Chad. Chad had to go take care of the dog. Yes, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chad, tell me about this expansion tank cap that you sent over a link to. What's so bitching about this one versus the one, the actual factory one? Well, I mean, it's it's the exact same factory one, and it doesn't fail all the time, but when, when you need it, yeah. you need it. Oh, but yeah. it also fits many BMWs, and it fits a Bentley. Oh, dope. And it's nice. $23. That's got to be the cheapest part for a yeah. Bentley on the planet. Well, I'm sure if you went to a Bentley place, because it fits a Ghost, I think, and one other car, it's got to be $150 for that exact same expansion tank cap. But it has glitter, and it smells like John Varvados. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. Anyway, that plus a, a ton of more parts all available for you over at DetroitTune.com. Uh, we like what Chad does here. We think you guys do too. Uh, if you're within you know, a couple hours of the shop, he should be doing all your mechanical stuff for you anyway. But if you want to you know, show Chad some love, go over to DetroitTune, DetroitTune.com, and get yourself something nice, if you please. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Thank you very much. Otherwise, we are done for the week. Yes, we yes. are. Yes, perfect. Good to uh, go. Oh, one thing for our listeners. Oh, I, maybe we'll be too late by the time they listen to this, but uh, Amazon Prime is 73 bucks this weekend. Oh, yeah. that's right. 23 It's going to be too late, so we'll post that up otherwise. But yeah, Amazon Prime, 25% off. It's worth go. it, and then you'll be able to watch the, the new sure. Top Gear Boys at their new show. That's good. I need to renew. That's right. Well, no, it's only for new members only, Chad. Sorry. Oh. You're screwed, buddy. You're going to pay 99 bucks. You can also watch Man in the High Castle if you have Amazon Are Prime. you done with that, DB? No, I'm only like to the second episode. It's a little bit slow moving. I'm still trying to push through. Stick with it. Stick with it. I know. I, I like it. It's a really good story. I just got to stick with it. Alex, did you see it? Yeah, I, I saw until the seventh episode, and I'm getting kind of bored by now. No, you got to get to the end, Alex. You have to get to the end. All right. <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep going. I know. Uh, I'm super late at this. Super, super late, but I'm watching True Blood now. Oh, God. Well, okay. I know. It's like nine nine years later. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Uh, we are going to be done. Um, thanks again to all of our sponsors. Thanks again to all you who support us via Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash White Roof Radio. If you want to help keep the White Roof Radio going strong, uh, you can donate any amount that you like. Uh, you know, a nickel, a quarter, a dollar an episode. Super awesome. Everybody who does that, we really appreciate it so much. It's helping us get a lot of things done behind the scenes. You guys don't even know. And hopefully, we're going to be able to start sharing some of the stuff with you very, very soon. Thank it'll you. be pretty. It'll be pretty awesome. But this is the part of the show where I like to make that funny kick clicking sound, and then I say, "Questions, comments, or concerns? Go ahead, click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. But until next weekend, this is TV. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. A bientôt.